Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It is no secret that my top manifesting hack is my daily use of subliminal audios. I mean, mostly because I'm lazy and I get to manifest in my sleep. What a goddamn dream. Who wouldn't love it? Subliminal messaging has been around for years. The Guardian published an article back in 2007 stating that scientists have found that subliminal messages leave a mark on the brain and that's why everyone from Apple to Coca-Cola have infamously used it in their advertising campaigns. Subliminal stimuli are any sensory stimuli below a person's threshold for conscious perception, i.e. you think you're just listening to a relaxing piece of music, but boom, there are hundreds, if not thousands, thousands of powerful statements and affirmations beneath the music that you can't hear with your conscious brain. These affirmations can have distinct impacts on people's thoughts and behaviour. Choose from a range including perfect health, wealth and success, beauty and confidence, fertility, weight loss, meet your soulmate, peaceful and present parent, happy kids and so much more. Easily download onto your phone or live stream when exercising, cooking dinner, in the bath or my personal favourite as you go to sleep as part of your daily mindset practice. Go to francescaamber.com to get yours. What up, hoes? Welcome back to Law of Attraction, Change My Life. I am Francesca, your host with the most amazing first week of the fucking year, if I'm honest with you. I hosted my first ever live workshop. She went live on Facebook. It was incredible. And I'm so proud of myself. I'm going to toot my own horn because... Not one person gave me any negative feedback. Like everybody said, that was amazing. I thought I knew how to set goals until I did this. They literally were, all of you guys that took it were so, so lovely. You sent me such lovely messages of support and, and, and thanks and everything. And so I'm so, so thankful to all of you who took part and don't think it's too late 
please don't put off progress in the pursuit of perfection. Yes, the first week of January is over, but it's not too late to plan out your year, to set your goals, to set your intentions and make 2022 one of the best goddamn years of your life. So um, I'll leave a link down below. If you still want to buy tickets to that, you can watch the replay. It's a three hour workshop with exercises to do. Um and it will really be amazing. And I have been doing this in my own life. And I have already like achieved a couple of my goals, a couple of things I wanted to do in 2022. I've booked a UK holiday. In fact, I've booked two. Um, and I have actually started longer process things, things that will happen in the first or second quarter, such as laser eye surgery. And I'm also going and having orthodontic treatment because my lord your teeth fucking move when you have babies my lord um there is a reason why they give you free dental care when you're fucking pregnant um so yeah so some of those things that are going to take several months to come to fruition i've already started putting things in place i've got my preliminary appointments booked all that kind of jazz so i'm feeling very smug over here very fucking smug Anyway, today's episode is going to be a question and answer. I've not done one of these in ages and I put some questions to my book club bitches and I got over a hundred questions. So I'm not going to do all of them, obviously. We'll see how we go time wise, but I'm just going to answer as many as I can and try and not let any be too sort of dragged out. I'm just going to quite try and do not quick fire, but give you really sort of concise answers. So here we go. Um, Lucy and Anda asks, what superstitions do you believe in, if any? I 100% have to say touch wood and then touch wood to make sure that something does or doesn't happen. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm quite superstitious about that. Um, I'm also very funny about having my volume on equal numbers. They can't be on odd numbers, even if it being on 10 or 12 is too quiet or too loud. If I really wanted it on 11, I can't. Um, Antoine asks, what first got you into the law of attraction? The book, The Secret. I think that's the way that so many other people discovered it. My friend Grace at the time um, had read The Secret and was like, you have to read this book. It's going to change your life. And my God, she was right. Leanne says, outside of the book club exercises, what daily gratitude or manifesting practices do you do? So 90% of what I do is taken up by the monthly book club. That is pretty much the majority of what I do. And it has been absolutely transformative. Then what I do is I kind of take little pieces of those and carry them through in my life. But in addition to that, sorry, that's the opposite of what you asked me, wasn't it? The absolute fucking opposite. So what I do in addition to that is I do have a manifesting playlist and I play that every morning when the girls are having breakfast and also when I'm like in my car and I fucking belt those tunes with feeling. So one of them I have, although I'm not really ready for love or looking for love just yet. I don't think I'm becoming more and more open to it. But there's a song called Ready for Your Love by someone tell me. I want to say Gangnam Style. It's not Gorgon City. So that song for me, like the words to it are really like I am ready and open to receive love into my life. So that's one that I've started listening to. I listen to Thankful by Beth Hart, uh, Gratitude by Jason Mraz, um, Blessed by Eternal, some 90s vibes. And I play them and I fucking sing them. So yeah, that's what I do. I listen to a lot of gratitude music that I've kind of curated because also music br brings like real feeling to you as well, doesn't it? 
Alexandra Falk says, how can I change my mindset? I've been struck with the January blues really badly. Come on, go. No, that's not how we feel in January. January is a time to take stock and see what you can achieve in 2022. I know I sound like a broken record, but honestly, joining the book club is probably one of the best things you can do. It's changed my life. I know hundreds, if not thousands of women and men, sorry, Hendrik, that say that it's changed their lives as well. Um, so that's really the best advice I could give you. Because the thing is, any answer I give you here in what, 30 seconds or a minute and something you do one time is not going to change your life. But actually taking on a commitment, like doing something like a book club where you have a community around you that's really supportive. It's always evolving. It's always changing. We're always switching it up. We're not getting bored because we're doing different things. That, that's going to change your life. Dawn D says, have you ever had a clairvoyant reading? is the Pope Catholic. Of course I fucking have. Yes. Yes, I have. My mum literally took us to spiritualist church, probably from the age of like seven or eight. So from the age of seven or eight, I've had spiritual readings almost every Sunday of my life. Um, and then as I've been an adult, I've had many and I've had many, many spiritual experiences. Dawn D, this surprises me because you're on my Patreon and I have an entire off topic all about growing up in the spiritualist church. So go listen to that episode. <laughs> it is crazy. I've had some crazy things happen. Natalie Chapman says, what has been the most personally impactful thing that you've learned from all of the books you've read this last year with the book club? I have to say in general, the book Get Rich Lucky Bitch has been one of the most life-changing things I've ever read. I have never really used the law of attraction to manifest money per se. Um, I have for like more sales as part of an experiment or whatever, but never to actually attract it for money because I, like so many other women and so many other people, have feelings of like it's bad to covet money. You shouldn't want more money. You should want things like freedom and happiness. But what I've come to realize is that money does equal those things. And especially when you have a lot of children and you're a single parent, it definitely makes your life easier. And that's something that I, it sounds silly, but I genuinely didn't realize. And once I accepted that fact that it would make my life easier, not harder or more complicated, um, that money started flowing, bitch. That money started flowing. And I'm hashtag thankful. How, oh, sorry, Helen says, how do you deal with the law of attraction skeptics? I try and explain it to people close to me and they think I'm nuts. I really respect Amanda who replied and said, you don't, you ain't got time for that, bitch. <laughs> Thank you, Amanda. I couldn't have said it better myself. I think it's best to lead by example. And I think that when you start to live this life, other people will naturally begin to follow and they will see what you're doing and the results that you're having. And it's a little bit like weight loss, right? You know, when they say it takes a month for you to feel different, then it takes two months for you to see the difference. And then it takes four months for other people to see the difference. You start to feel it and see it yourself much sooner. But trust me, it won't take long for other people to start to see you know, you having more abundance in your life in all forms and your life going really well and you being really happy. And some people will never, will never ever ask or will never um, believe. Like my dad still does not believe, even though everything I've manifested, to me, it's so obvious. There's some people that still won't fucking believe in it. It ain't your job to try and persuade them. 
Meg Hackford says, when you look for signs from the universe, what do you see? Oh, I love this question. So my universal sign from the universe, one that I've had for many, many years, is that when I hear Amy Winehouse in public, in a public space, that whatever I'm talking about or thinking about at that moment, it's a sign to say, yes, Fran, do it. Because increasingly, you know, the amount of time since she died, it's been a long time, right? So you hear her less and less in public. So when I do hear her, I'm like, ah, thank you, Amy. (laughs) Janine Evans says, how is the magic working for you so far? So we are currently on day six or day seven. um, And I have had a couple of crazy small things happen, but one or two, it's frustrating because they're both quite personal things. And so I had to kind of discuss it with someone else and they said, no, don't, don't tell people that. So that's very frustrating. Um, I had a little money win, which was amazing. Um, and just life's fucking great. Anyone that hasn't done the magic, let me tell you, when you do it, it's like you're on holiday. Every day you wake up and you feel like you're on holiday and I fucking love it. But I fully believe we're what, six, seven days in by day 28, I'm telling you something life-changing will have happened because every time I've done the magic, something life-changing has happened. Emma Parducci says, thinking about the this or something better mantra, have you ever tried manifesting something you wanted, but got something even better? We'll be back after a quick break. Hi, this is Ross, the host of Smells Like Humans. Each week we talk about the curious things that people do. Fans say it's like hanging out with your funny friends. If you like lighthearted conversation, personal stories, and a hint of psychology, chances are we are discussing something relevant to you, like relationships, dreams, phobias, weddings, work, cults, a hundred topics and counting. Sometimes silly, sometimes serious, but always fun. Please join us, because no matter who you are, we all smell like humans. Please click the link in the show notes. I mean, I guess you could say, you know, I was trying to manifest my salon coming back into business. Like I was hit really hard by the pandemic. I was hit really hard by not physically being there on the account of being fucking pregnant and having two babies. So I that hit my business hard. And if you remember back, I actually did like an episode, I think, about it, about trying to save my salon. And I was open to this or something better. And actually what transpired was letting go of that massive commitment and letting go of that that liability was one of the best things I've ever done. And yeah, so I guess if you could say this or something better, I thought that the good thing would be to save that salon and to continue having it. And now I can see 100% it was the best decision to get rid of it. Sinead asks, who would be your top three podcast guests? I love all of your work, by the way. So it would have to be people that are really, really into the law of attraction. I think Will Smith would be an absolutely incredible guest. I think he has so much wisdom. He has so much knowledge in this kind of area that it would be incredible. Another one would be Jim Carrey, because I feel like he is a proper OG. He is an O fucking G, like law of attraction 
I think he was talking about it back in the 90s. So I'd have to have Jim Carrey, even though people think he's crazy now. I don't think he is. And number three, maybe um, Barack Obama. I don't even know. (laughs) I don't even know if he practices the law of attraction, but I feel like he does. I feel like he has to, right? To become the president, you have to. Billy Hockless says, have you experienced any negativity or really bad times in life since applying the law of attraction to everyday life? So anyone that has followed this podcast for any length of time will remember the whole Moldavite situation, right? Do you remember the Moldavite situation? Moldavite is a crystal that you can buy and People say it's really dangerous and that you should use it with caution because it can, it basically opens and shuts doors immediately. So it can throw your entire life into turmoil and you can feel spun around and it really, it can fucking break some people. But so it basically takes five years of evolving and slams into a year. Correct me if I've got that wrong, any crystal experts, okay? So I bought a piece of Moldavite from America and it was on a necklace and I wore this bitch around my neck, right? Let me tell you, this was at the beginning of the year (laughs) and it did what it said on the fucking tin. My life got picked up, turned around, everything just came, not crashing down, that's wrong. Now with hindsight, although it was an incredibly stressful couple of months over the summer, like I'd say basically 2021, now when I sit here and look at my life, I look at every single thing that happened and think, well, if that didn't happen, I wouldn't be where I am now. If that didn't happen, this situation wouldn't be what it is now. So I'm so, so thankful that all of it happened. But exactly what everyone said about Moldavite, when you're experiencing the changes, they are rapid and they are extreme and it's terrifying. So buy Moldavite with fucking caution, guys. Do not take that shit lightly. But having said that, I've got through it. I nearly fucking died, but I'm here on the other side and I've survived it. (laughs) So Rachel Hill asks, how's your love life? Well, thanks for asking, Rachel. Um, I went back on Tinder. Again, if you're on my Patreon, you will know I've been doing a lot of off topics called Tinder Tales and they are pure lols. But lols is about where it ends. Um, My love life is non-existent and it's really, really hard. Like when I do my wheel of life, when I was doing my New Year's goals workshop and it's like, what areas of your life do you rate? Romance and adventure and shit like that. It's a zero. But I can't really be that mad at it because there's only so much of me to go around. And I do feel at breaking point most days. And I am trying to change that. I'm trying to outsource and automate as many things as I can. But my daughters are incredibly, incredibly, incredibly important to me. And spending quality time with them, you know, there's three of them. And there's two that are babies. So it's very, very difficult for me to do that on a, on a physical sense. Like it's just very difficult. On top of that, I finally have a career that I fucking love. I could teach law of attraction all day, every day. And I love it. And I want to give that my all. So without sounding like one of those ladies, it's like, I don't have time for love. I just want to concentrate on my career. That is actually genuinely how I feel. My career is a level 10. My children and family are a level 10. I have so many things that are keeping me busy. I genuinely don't feel like now is the right time. Having said that, would I like a little bit of romance and and fun and adventure? 
Should we swap the word romance for dick appointment? You can if you want. You said it, not me. Um, I'd love that. I'm just putting it out there to universe that or something better. But yeah, it's pretty shit. Thanks, Rachel. Phoebe Wynn says, can the law of attraction still work if you don't know what you want in life? I know I want a family one day, but I don't have a clue what career path I want to take or where I want to live, where I want to travel, etc, etc. I feel so overwhelmed to make all decisions about what I want. Can I ask the universe to guide me down the correct path or is that not specific enough? So I think that the more specific you are, the better with the law of attraction. Um, But also, yeah, I completely understand what you're saying about how things can be overwhelming. What I would say is start off with things that you know you definitely want. So do you definitely want to double your income? Who doesn't? Do you definitely want to work less? Who doesn't? Would you like more freedom over your time and autonomy over your time? Who doesn't? All of these things, start to work on those things. And what I've found is once you start to achieve those things, you will then find the next thing you want to achieve and then the next thing and then the next thing and then the next thing. And remember, you don't have to be on this rigid path just because you set an intention or a goal. It doesn't mean you have to stick to it. You know, my goal in my 20s was to buy a property in London. Now, I haven't ended up living there my whole life. I now live in the countryside, but it doesn't mean that that was a bad decision making that, you know, I'm renting that property out now and I can always go back to it if I want. There's no real mistakes with the law of attraction. As long as you're on a high vibe, a high frequency and you're showing gratitude, you're just going to be fucking winning at life. Antoine Faruga says, does Bo love drag? I've seen your Insta stories and it made me so happy. Bo loves RuPaul's Drag Race. So she has people in her family that are gay. And so I want to expose her to that world and to make her feel like it's not unusual. There was a boy in our school whose mum was a lesbian. No, sorry, hang on. His mum was a mum. His dad was transgender and became a lady. So forgive me, I don't know if that makes his mum a lesbian. I'm not sure, but he had two mums, okay? And the one mum was the dad. Everyone fucking ripped the shit out of him at school. Like everyone talked about it. And that's definitely not something that I want for Bo. And I feel like, especially because we're not living in London, we're not living in fucking Shoreditch. Do you know what I mean? Like we are in the countryside now. We are in a village. I try to make it as open and normal as possible. I used to have a lot of gay friends in London and well, around the world. And now I don't really have that here. And maybe that's something I should manifest. I'd like to have more sort of gay influences in her life so that she knows it's just completely normal. And it's completely, yeah, that's basically why. And she just absolutely loves Lawrence Chaney and Bimini Bamboulash. In fact, one of the things that will make me laugh till the day I die, I was once going through necklace orders and I feel guilty when I'm working if she's there and I feel like I have to like do a little running commentary so I'm not just silent and I'm going through my orders saying so this necklace is going to and she just says out the blue Lawrence Chaney and I was like no it's not going to Lawrence Chaney I wish it fucking was but anyway makes me lol. Donna Lacoutier asks, I've just joined, so I've not listened to all of your off topics yet, but what are your, who are you, sorry, who are your role models and who influenced you growing up? I probably had like the worst role models. Like I used to literally, I remember there used to be this documentary about Abby Titmus. And back then I was like, I just want to write a book. I just want to fucking do this shit. And I watched this documentary about Abby Titmus 
probably a hundred times. I w- oh my God, please, you guys always come through. If anyone can find the documentary about Abby Titmus on YouTube, please DM me the link. Please send it to me. Do the Lord's work. It was all about how she kind of used the media to her advantage and she turned all these stories like into positive press. It was just amazing. So that documentary was a game changer for me. When I was younger, I was always so interested in the media and newspapers and stories. And I used to sell stories. I used to write stories like for features and stuff. And I was really interested in that world. Um, And so, yeah, it's going to sound really weird. In fact, some of you younger girls probably will not even know who Abby Titmus is. Oh, Lord, go and go and Google. Vicky Coots says, how do you stop the law of attraction becoming too ritualistic and the fear that your life will go to shit if you don't practice it religiously? So the your life will not go to shit if you don't do the law of attraction for one day. Just like your life won't suddenly transform into an amazing lifestyle if you do the law of attraction for one day. The law of attraction isn't something you do. It's something you are. That's something somebody told me recently and it really, really made me think. Yes, it's great to do all these rituals and things that help you um, remind yourself, but that's exactly what they're there for. It's simply to remind you to be in this vibrational state. Really, you shouldn't have to really do anything. In fact, when I had Amanda Francis on uh, the pod, she was saying she doesn't do visualizing. She doesn't do gratitude lists. She doesn't do all of these things. These things are just tools like the rituals are just tools to remind you. Now, me, some of them, I really need them. Other things, not so much. And we're all very different in what we need to do daily. I have to listen to music that makes me feel grateful every day. I find it really helpful. I listen to subliminals. I don't do a gratitude list every day. But if ever I'm having a really tough situation, the first thing I'll do is write a gratitude list about it. But just remember, it's something that you are. And it's just working to become that person more and more. Lisa Bottomley says, hey, friend, do you ever get an overwhelming emotion when working on yourself, whether it being when you're practicing gratitude, manifesting, meditating, like all of your emotions just come bubbling to the surface and you don't quite know what to do with them? Um, Lisa, have you been listening to the last seven days of the magic? I have cried on 100% of the episodes. <laughs> And actually, one of the book club bitches said to me that because I was apologizing for crying every episode. For some reason, I just cry on my Patreon all the time and I don't know why. And she said that crying is a side effect of gratitude and a high vibration and that actually you feel things so much more. So Lisa, what you're describing is perfectly healthy, perfectly normal. And actually, it's a sign that you are going great with your gratitude. Rian says, hey, not a fun question. Sorry, but I'm struggling this week with quite intrusive thoughts. I have an 18 month old and I've had them on and off since she was born, although loads better now. They're not awful thoughts, but just negative and worries. And although on day six of the magic, they're still dominating. Wondering if you've had this since having the girls and any strategies to overcome them. Rianne, I feel completely, I feel your pain. This is something that so many new mums go through. I personally had this with Bohemia and I went on a medication. I went on sertraline. I think in America it's called Zoloft. It's so, so common for new mums to have this and it's anxiety. I think it's basically our chimp brains just trying to protect our children against anything and everything that might happen. And so you start to imagine these awful scenarios and they can be really, really upsetting. Sometimes I think, especially to start with, 
your skills with the law of attraction may not be enough. I would say go to the doctor, ask for help, because honestly, once you do, you'll realize, oh shit, I wasn't really living before. Like this is now me being able to live free from these thoughts. Also, remember, you've got a lot of hormones going through your body still. Give yourself a fucking break and accept the help if you can. And then do you know what? In a time you can come off them and be using the law of attraction in conjunction with that to raise your vibrations, help with the gratitude and um, you'll have a great result, I'm sure. Emily Rachel asks, how would you start working on your love blockages in 2022? The question is, do I want to work on my love blockages? Yes, of course I do. Um, I don't know. Do you know what? I, I don't know. Manifesting love, although I've done it once before, is going to be something really difficult for me. And I was thinking this when I was doing my money manifesting workshop that is something I've really mastered during 2021. Like I can really blow my own trumpet and say, this is something that I've learned. I've learned about money mindset and money being an energy. And I feel like I've fucking not mastered it, but I, I'm doing well at it. I really have got it. Love, I haven't got yet. But as always with my book club, bitches, you're learning with me. So we are going to be focusing on love sort of from February onwards. There's a eight week, um, calling in the one uh, eight week process that I really want to do with some of you guys but I'm going to do it as a separate thing because I understand that not everyone is single and looking for love Um, but I'm taking little steps part of my gratitude for uh, I think it was our money day in the magic was to thank people for like money that you've received in the past and just all of a sudden out of the blue this memory came of my very first boyfriend Mark who you know we were like 18 19 we were young And he bought me my first car. Like he bought me his brother's KA and I fucking loved it. And so I found him on Instagram and I just messaged him. And I was like, do you know what? I'm really, really thankful. Like you didn't have to do that. We were so young. It was a lot of money. Like it's a thousand pounds. Like I'm so thankful you did that for me. And then he was like, well, do you know what? It's okay. Because do you remember later that year you took me to Madrid? So like we both treated each other and we were both really young. And I was really thankful for that as well. And it was just such a lovely little exchange. And it just reminded me that actually I was in a really healthy, loving relationship and we did lovely things for each other. And yeah, so I guess just more things like that. I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to start working on my love blockages, but we're going to find out. Okay. Stay tuned and we're going to find out. Hannah Stankowski says, what has ever made you doubt the law of attraction and in turn helped you keep your faith in it? Oh Lord. I would say when I thought I was having baby boys, when I got the results of my DNA test and despite visualizing, buying matching twin girl baby clothes, um, having like token items hanging up in my wardrobe, having pictures of baby twin girls as my screensaver on my phone, like as a vision board. When I was told you are having boys by a DNA clinic, that nearly fucking killed me. (laughs) like it broke me and I kept the faith regardless and I decided to write a gratitude list I went upstairs I gave my daughter a bath I came back downstairs it was a real turning point I'd basically been crying for over 24 hours and I was feeling really guilty because I was doing it in front of my daughter 
And I thought this has got to stop. And I sat and wrote a gratitude list of 10 things I was really thankful for that I could get pregnant, that my babies were healthy, that I already have a daughter. And I decided to keep my vision board on my phone, even though it hurt me every time I looked at it, that I was having boys and I had these pictures of these little twin princesses. And sure enough, an hour later, after doing that work, I came downstairs to the impossible. I came downstairs to the impossible and that was 10 missed phone calls from the clinic and the lady phoning me to say that they'd made a mistake and that I was having twin girls. And that till the day I die will be one of the greatest, greatest tests of my faith ever. Like the fact that I kept that vision board on my phone, even though I've been told by a fucking DNA clinic, like that was one of the the most incredible moments in my law of attraction history and I fucking love it. I love it. Katie Wood says, do you think that in order to be really successful with the law of attraction, especially financially, you must be doing something that serves others? I truly do believe um, one of my friends used to sell. Oh, I feel like I can't really say property. I can't really say, but some one of my friends used to sell something and it wasn't a good investment. And I used to be like, how do you feel good selling that? Like, how do you, how can you energetically feel good about selling something that is not going to be good for the person that's buying it? For me, I feel like everything I sell to do with the law of attraction, I know is energetically good. These workshops I'm doing, I know that are incredibly low prices in comparison to when you look at the market, because I do want it to be available to people that maybe can't afford it or are not ready to take that next step. Um, I know that it's going to transform their lives. If they apply it, I know it's going to change their lives. Just like the book club, I know it's going to fucking change their lives. It's the process of it. Even down to like the products I sell, my manifesting candles and my gratitude necklaces, you know, the candles are completely chemical free they're chemical free um they're soy they're non-carcinogenic so like they're good for they're not bad for people's health do you know what I'm saying like everything I sell is has a good energetic frequency but on top of that yes so that is helping people sorry that's what what your question was is I genuinely believe that the services and the products that I provide are genuinely going to help people to better their lives on top of that yeah, since I've started earning money, I every single month have made monthly donations to different charities. And on top of that, I give all the time so much more than I ever did. Since I learned about energetic spending, I give so much to charity, to little things here and there. Every time I go to the supermarket, I'll put stuff in the food bank thing. Just all the time. I give big tips when I go to restaurants now. I always leave like a £10 tip at least. Um, and that's just... Because I genuinely believe that if you are receiving abundance, you should show that to other people and you should share it with other people and help them. So, yeah, I think you should. Carmel Tobin says, do you think it's okay to take a day off once a week from the law of attraction or gratitude practices like at the weekends or when it all gets too much? I completely understand where you're coming from. The magic is quite a demanding practice. So, for example, something like the magic, you know, this morning it took me an hour and six rich tea biscuits to write my gratitude list because my babies weren't having it. They were not allowing me to sit and write it. And I had to bribe them with biscuits so that I got the time to do it. So I completely understand what you're saying. But I will refer back to that earlier um, question from the other lady, which is that the law of attraction isn't something you do. It's something you are. And it's just these practices and these um, rituals that we do is just to remind us. So you shouldn't think of it as something that takes up a lot of your bandwidth. It's just something you are. 
Stacey George says, what's the most beautiful place you've ever been or seen? I'd say the most like, wow, like, is this real life or is this a fantasy? Is I spent New Year's Eve on Sydney Harbour Bridge. No, I didn't. That's a lie. On the the steps of the Sydney Opera House. And looking out over the harbour and the bridge and the lights and the fireworks, it didn't seem like real life. It just seemed like like it wasn't real. That's all I can describe it as. But in terms of the most beautiful places in the world, I think I have to say Croatia. Croatia is one of the most beautiful Instagram-worthy places I've ever been with the clearest water I've ever seen in my goddamn life. Megan Shunk says, how do you live so bold? (laughs) I don't know this to be offended. How do you live so bold and shameless, baby girl? I need to know your secrets. I am shameless. I think you can learn to be shameless. I just truly don't give a shit. Like I just genuinely don't care what people think of me. And I definitely think that's because I'm very confident in my beliefs and in myself. I don't know, but I've always been like that. Like I always remember years and years and years ago, I went out to Oxford Street with some of my friends and we went out like day drinking and stuff. And of course we ended up going in Primark and I ended up buying a fucking massive bag of things and I I had no bag. So I was like, oh, can I have a like a canvas Primark bag to put it in. And I remember two of my friends fucking mocking me being like, I can't believe you're going to take a Primark bag to this nice bar we're going to. And I'm like, do you know what? Like they were basically mocking me for shopping in Primark, right? And I was like, you fuckers can pipe down because I'm the only one here that owns a fucking property in this city. So you lot can fucking pipe down. And it's that kind of thing of like, some people would be embarrassed about being seen out with a Primark bag. Some people would be embarrassed saying like, I don't want a relationship. I just want a dick appointment. Like some people might be embarrassed of having children from two different fathers or getting divorced or whatever it might be. All these perceived failures in your life. And I truly just don't give a shit. And I don't have any more tips for you. I just, I don't know. I don't know. Also, no, actually, I've got one tip. Me and my sister used to say, if ever we were in like an awkward situation where you feel nervous, we'd say, what would Jordan do? And when I say Jordan, we mean Katie Price. What would Jordan do? She wouldn't give a shit. Lisa says, which famous person, if you actually met them in person, would you be absolutely starstruck by? Ooh, Lana Del Rey. Yeah, Lana Del Rey. Okay, I'm going to read this one because it does seem crazy and I'm not going to say her name. I'm trying to manifest an immaculate conception. I chose to be a single parent when I accidentally fell pregnant with my daughter a few years ago and I've loved it. Um, The father chose not to be in the picture and I'd love another child, but I really have no interest in dating or relationships at all. Really, I just need God to plant the second coming of Christ in my womb. What do you think my chances are? Oh, fuck me. You're just going to have to get on Tinder and fuck someone like the rest of us, okay? That's what you're going to have to do. Um, Yeah, I don't think the Immaculate Conception happened. I don't think it did. I think Mary was a hoe. Sorry, any Christians on here. But I don't think... And also, do you really want the second coming in your womb? Do you really want the second coming? Like, do you really want Jesus in your womb? Some creepy man that's lived 500 times. No, have a lovely little baby girl or something. Like, just 
no, don't have the second coming. Just either get a sperm donor or get on Tinder. I don't know. Do what you've got to do, girl. Do what you've got to do. Alexis says how to remain positive and grateful with a negative partner. Ooh, girl, I am not the right person to answer this because my solution tends to be divorce. Um, I don't know. I have not managed to master that. I'll be really honest with you guys when I don't know the answer. I don't know. All you can do is focus on you. But what I've noticed that tends to do, like when people tend to do the magic and their partner's negative, is they tend to break up. So I don't know what to tell you. Kelly says, are you going to do a manifesting love workshop with Paul Brunson for us all? Oh, Lord, there's nothing I would like more. Can you all feel free to go and DM Paul Brunson or comment on his picture, whatever, and say you should do a love manifesting workshop with Fran. (laughs) Fran needs to find some dick in her life. Please, would you help her? Paul is such an angel on earth, but I feel like I just don't want to ask too much of him or his time. Do you know what I mean? Jessie says, what supplements do you take and what does your average day look like? Jessie, I love this question. I feel like I'm on 72 questions with Vogue or however many questions it is. Um, I take a supplement, a, a symbiotic called Seed, which is a company in LA, which I fucking love. I take three of those every morning. Then I take breastfeeding supplements because your girl's still got her tits out for days. Um, and then I take a oral spray of like iron because I'm always fucking anemic which is why I'm always so pale and sleepy um so yeah that's everything I take and my average day looks like I get woken up by multiple children about six or seven a.m and then we come downstairs I listen to my gratitude playlist whilst we all have breakfast um then I take my daughter to school then I play with the babies for like an hour and sort of tidy up after breakfast and sort shit out and have a shower and all that kind of stuff. And then they have a morning nap. And while they're having a morning nap, I will either like fulfill orders or record my podcast or just do general work. Um, and then I tend to go to like a baby group in the afternoon or go out for lunch with friends that have babies the same kind of age. Um, see my sister, see my family. Um, yeah. And then I go and pick Bo up from school. And we have dinner together and life's a fucking dream. Um, they all go to bed at about seven, eight o'clock, give them all a bath. And then in the evening, I work again. So I tend to work from like nine through till about midnight. That does sound crazy, actually, now I'm saying it. I genuinely don't have much time at all just for me. I do sometimes try to just stop and watch Netflix. And I, if I get into something, like recently I watched Emily in Paris and I really got into the habit of every night just watching like two or three episodes. Um, but then I got really like overwhelmed with work and how much I was behind. So I try not to do that too often. I have a lot of questions that are all about dealing with the divide in a relationship where you're growing as a person and working on yourself, but your partner isn't. Again, I'm going to say sometimes those things end in breakups and I do not know. If anyone knows the answer, please let us all know. Georgie Howells says, if you had to pick just one thing, what is the most important thing to do or include in your law of attraction practice to achieve your manifestations? I would say energetic spending, buying a token item. I would say that is the most important thing to do, to make a commitment and to buy something. Ah, that or visualization. I can't decide. Claire Vermosi says, hey, Fran, how do you stay motivated? I don't. 
I don't stay motivated. It's impossible to have motivation all the time. Um, I'm disciplined. That's the difference. You have to be disciplined, not motivated. Jennifer Holmes says, are you excited or nervous for what you could achieve in the future? I know you've spoken before about how it scared you earning more money. I've just listened to your podcast about being honest in how much you made from the workshop and actually said, wow, out loud. You're amazing. And I hope one day you reach your absolute goals. Yeah, Jennifer, I remember saying like, I'm actually scared of what I'm going to achieve in 2022 because the more I'm learning and the more that I'm working through these blockages and applying these practices and above all being consistent that's probably the biggest secret um yeah it's fucking scaring me like where where you go from here um money did used to scare me earning money did used to scare me and that was a massive massive blockage that I overcame and so many of us are scared of attracting large amounts of money into our lives which is crazy right but we are so many of us are and I would say that that is something that I've overcome and I'm not that scared about it now I'm, I'm really not I'm not scared I'm more excited Jessica says Paul Brunson for a Valentine's special please look you lot are gonna have to fucking message him because I feel like I can't ask him again or Ask him all today on Friday when you listen to this and then I'll message him and say, loads of people are asking me <laughs> to have you back on the show and we'll see what he says. Let's manifest him saying yes, eh? Rebecca Lynch says, what was your favourite book club bitch manifesting story from 2021? And what did they do to reach this goal that they loved? Well, Rebecca, my favourite one, the one that I always remember is you. It's actually you. So Rebecca used to be a teacher and I'm sure I've spoken about this before, but she basically, she has a young son and she was having to put him into before school club and after school club because she was a teacher and she couldn't ever take him or pick him up from school. And it was just a whole thing. Like she didn't get to spend much time with him, et cetera, et cetera. And she wanted to manifest working less hours, but earning more money and having the freedom to take her child to school. Something that so many of us want. And it's something that's so fucking simple. And she did that. She completely did that. She is now working less hours. She is doing stuff for herself and she's earning more money and she gets to take her son to school every single day. The law of attraction isn't about buying a fucking yacht or buying a Ferrari. It's about the little things like being able to be there for your child and take them to school. And that is why it is one of my favorite stories. So anyway, this has been going on for a really long time now. And I'm nowhere near the end of the questions. So what I might do is record a second part of this and release it in like a month's time because I don't want to give you too many Q&As in one goddamn go. Um, but if I record one, then that can be a nice cheeky week off for me, can't it? Or if I get COVID or if I die or whatever, then I've got a week where I've got one in the bag. So that'd be exciting. Right. What do I have to tell you before I go? If my online store is looking very empty. It's because I've removed the candles from it. I've removed the necklaces from it. I've removed everything from it pretty much now. Everything has gone over to my new website, which is francescaamber.com. My courses are available on there, my workshops, my necklaces, my candles, all that jazz. It's all about automating and outsourcing and simplifying everything because I've been working like a goddamn fool. So now I'm just trying to make everything really simplified. Um, 
like I said, you can still purchase the replay of the goal setting course, which is like a three hour workshop. And the money manifesting uh, three week workshop starts on the 21st of January. So if you want to come along for that and do it in real time with us where you can ask questions and all that kind of jazz, um, come and get involved. Click the link down below and find out more. Right, bitches. I will see you next week. The law of attraction has changed my life. It's going to change yours too. Bye. What up, bitches? It's no secret that reading has changed my goddamn life. I think it's incredible that people put their entire life's work, their teachings into a book that often costs less than £10. It's incredible to me. And I am so thankful to all of the authors that have helped me on my self-development journey. And, you know, I have the UK's biggest self-development book club. There's over 3,000 of us reading along each month. But maybe you're thinking, Fran, I ain't got time to read. Who do you think I am? Barbara Cartland? No, you are busy. You are girl bossing it. You are living your goddamn life. And I get that. I see that. I hear it and I value it. And that's where Audible can come in. If you find yourself only with the time to be able to listen to something, but to not sit and physically hold a book, maybe you have a physical job like um, cleaning or whatever, where you are using your hands, or maybe you're a crafter. And you want to be able to just listen to something and to learn on the go. Or maybe you're driving a lot and you're able to listen to a book, but you know, it's illegal to read a book and drive, bitches. Don't try it. Then Audible may be for you. I have a 30-day free trial that you can have a little go at and see if it's for you. You can download millions of books to your phone or to your laptop or whatever you fucking want and listen to it wherever you are. Um, So check it out. Um, I'll leave the link down below. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.